Animeian Friendship Hour. Animeian Friendship. Animeian Friendship Hour. Animeian Friendship. Papa. Hello, Cody. Hello, Courtney. We've given up the stream life. One of us. We're we, we're podcasters again. We're back back to doing what works. Yes. You might not notice because we've been trying to use Ift to post the podcast. That hasn't been working. <laughs> you probably haven't seen us. Anyways. Things have been jankily updated, but I believe this is episode 80. Yes. Which is the we're Cobalt hit- anniversary? I don't know. Oh, shit. Probably not. <laughs> People don't get to 80th I- anniversaries that often. That's true. I had a weird thought about Love Cody. Yeah. I don't know why I still expect to find, like, one person then not have to worry about that shit anymore, because statistically, that's not going to happen. Oh, shit, you're Polly now. No, no, I mean, like, <laughs> if I do find a person, and, like, we're great, and we get married, like, 20 years, and then I'm going to have to worry about dying alone forever, again, you know? Yeah, it's like a cat. Like, eventually, it'll die. It will break die. break your heart, and then, and then you're screwed. Yeah. Or you're the one that dies, and you have to worry about it. Woof! Yeah, it's a God 50/50 willing. Odds. God willing. <laughs> That's a great topic. This, this. <laughs> Look, I was gonna say we've hit something of a sophomore slump, approaching the episode 100. Mm-hmm. We didn't necessarily get the podcast fame we had thought we would get. We are not quite Joe Rogan's yet. No, we are learning. We're learning what works yes. and what doesn't work. And I think. The key to becoming Joe Rogan's is we need to start getting ripped. Cody, I know I'm doing your my share. How about you? I Part of my check-in is kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> Let's check in. Ding, ding. Hello. Oh, check in China. This is such a lovely hotel you run. We would like to check in. Oh, thank you for the key. Duly noted. And wake up is when? Okay, and the breakfast goes to... It's always too early. To... It's always too early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's breakfast. actually 10. That's not that bad. Pretty good for breakfast. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, see you around. Check-ins! Well, dual check-in. We did sports again. We did sports again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did check-in last time. <laughs> we went to our annual minor league baseball game. The, yes. San, the San Jose Giants. San Jose Giants. I remember last year there was like this dude from North Carolina who I feel like he was the star of it because mm-hmm. he had long hair, big old arms, and he was really good at hitting shit. Yep. I don't remember him being there this time. No. Our darling was a Canadian named Nolan. <laughs> who was like seven feet tall. Yes. And he was from Manitoba. <laughs> he did great. Yeah. It was Japanese Heritage Day, so I mostly spent the whole day trying to get as drunk as possible and trying to get as much takoyaki as possible. It was the most anime of a minor league baseball game I've ever been to. It's what I want every sport to be. <laughs> there was Hello Kitty hats. People were there in kimonos. Yeah. That's how... Shit was real. Oh, it's so good. I love how much Japan is all about baseball. <laughs> it's true. It's the only thing that makes me like baseball. It's And it's a kind of a lucky coincidence that we have like the third largest Japanese... Jap- Japanese town, Japan town, yeah, Japanimation town in the country in San Jose, and then we have a minor league baseball team, so that goes together pretty well. It's great. I will say this weird thing about San Jose: we do have the third largest Japan town, but comparatively, very small Japanese population. Yeah, yeah, it's ironic. They run the town, though. 
They Japan. run that. Well, they run the the, <laughs> the, the three block radius that yeah. is Japantown. They run it with an iron fist. Do you really go to Japantown like, well, if this is number three, fucking number one and number two can't be that much bigger. <laughs> It is decisively nicer and better stylized than the surrounding neighborhoods. That is true. It's got a beautiful lavender theme. Uh, lavender. <laughs> they got the Japanese sushi place. Mm-hmm. It is special that it's Japanese sushi because most sushi restaurants in America are Chinese. Right. It's got a karaoke place. But we got that one food dad Anthony Bourdain went to. Still haven't hit that place. Yeah. Anthony Bernane visited restaurant on Netflix. Yes, yeah. He, his leather jacket smell is still lingering. <laughs> Cody, my personal check-in is yeah. that I think I might have just started a romantic comedy. Oh. Uh, and I'll tell you what happened. I got out of bed really later than I thought I would today. Uh, mm-hmm. I was driving to work. Traffic. What Was your hair tussled? Were your papers I mean, slightly disorganized? Cody, you know me. My hair's always tussled. The icon that we use does not... I still have ponytail, and <laughs> I have, like, pink, curly hair now. We haven't even done a podcast since you've dyed your hair. I... What? Yeah. Well. It's pink. <laughs> it looks great. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to give them some hairy hair ASMR. <laughs> okay, hopefully that picked up. So I was usually my drive to work, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, today was 20 minutes. Shit. I was very stressed. <laughs> I was really stressed. I get very angry. When traffic is like that, and I'll scream to myself because it's a great way to release anger. Maybe it makes other people uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was walking to work really fast once I parked and was go- walking there. Speed walking. Speed walking. And I was kind of swearing because I was still pissed off. Yep. Under your breath, but very audibly. Yeah. So I, I speed walk to this intersection, and this guy had just gotten at the... the Pulled up in a car. No, 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 no. Like the the island where you wait to cross. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like to myself, I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? Don't fucking look at me. Because he had looked in my direction. And then. So, so you decided to, under your breath, address him in the second person. Yes. Okay, go on. <gasps> and then I continue to speed walk past him because I get the light. And I was like, God, I was angry. And then I looked down and I realized the reason he was looking at me is because my shirt had been pulled up by my jacket. And so, like, one titty bra no <laughs> was just hanging out there and i was like fair enough <laughs> but if you have seen a sitcom with that scene going on <laughs> i maybe was in the writer's room <laughs> true life stories you, you you got all the way through the setup of a rom-com you just yes. you just gotta you gotta execute. i just got a rom you, you, the com's already there yeah <laughs> follow through on that mm-hmm you know, you've got a formula now. You can work from <laughs> a starting point. Step one, <laughs> pull out your titty, <laughs> which actually is a step one to a lot of great things in life. <laughs> uh, Cody, what's your check-in? Uh, I, had a, I had a doctor's appointment today, and it's the first time a doctor ever told me, well, you're in your 30s now, so that's just going to happen. And I was like, oh, the specter of death. Yeah, what happened? I, it was a thing I want to get removed on my neck that's kind of like, a, it looks like a pimple, but it's like not. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just cut it off. And they're like, yeah, it'll just come back. And I'm like, what do you mean? What? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you're just 30 now. Your skin doesn't know to grow anymore. It'll just fuck up. And I was like, whoa. What? Uh, yeah. Yep. So that's I'm, I have one foot in the grave. 
I'm this just nothing. This is some lazy ass motherfucker. Some lazy ass Western medicine motherfucker. <laughs> you go to a spiritualist, he will not rest until that fucking. I'm gonna say it's a boil is gone. Yeah, no, it, there was a longer word for it that sounds less gross, but uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna try to get it removed. We'll see what happens. But yeah. uh, it's a. Uh, it was definitely one of those. Well, this is gonna be frustrating, but you're in your 30s. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, fuck. It's not I, cancer. It's not cancer, but come on. Doctors can be very dismissive. Like, yes. you go to the doctor and a lot of times, either it's like, what's wrong with me? Or it's like, I know what's wrong with me. Please fix it. <laughs> and if you say what's wrong with you, like, what's wrong with me? My experience are like, um, well, we'll just see. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, okay, thanks. I didn't need to come here. Fuck you. I, I was surprisingly in the decision making process of what we should do about yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, I thought that was what you went to school for a million years ago. Yeah. Right? And huh. and my other thing is like if you know what you want to do, a lot of times and especially I I feel like something that's getting more attention, I hope it should get all the attention is overweight people if you have any issue and you're like, "Oh, can we fix this?" They're like, "Well, you we should lose some fucking weight yeah. first." It's any it's any big vice like that, which is not healthy, so they're right, but they, it's like they're they don't want to ever make a second assumption after yeah. the first obvious thing, right? So you should stop drinking, you should stop smoking, you should stop, you should lose weight. It's just what the big obvious well, problem it's, is. It's not like smoking because it's well, there's a lot of more things that go wrong. You with can yeah. if you're smoking, you're you know you're not doing health stuff, but you sure. can be super healthy and still overweight. Exactly. Yeah, that's a much better example. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm dying. That's the check in. That's okay. <laughs> We're all dying. I decided that sometimes I don't know what me being like old would look like and i'm kind of like eh. not even like appearance wise i mean like what is my life even gonna be when i'm 15 it's like i don't what are what are other people's lives like having kids uh and family don't want that like still doing fucking comedy and stuff like well i don't am i gonna be that into it yeah and i decided that I'm going to give it till I'm 41 because that is the age of Lennon Parnum and Jessica St. Clair, and mm-hmm. they're amazing. They made it. Yeah. So we're just going to wait. And then if my life is in shambles, I can move to Japan and start over. New name, <laughs> new identity. Everything is different. No one's ever known me. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Yes. Anyways, let's talk about the identities and names and lives of the characters that we learned about in this movie. Yes. Yeah, so what did we watch this week? Marion the Witch's Flower. Oh, so this is a is a Ghibli film? Yes, it is. But it's not a Miyazaki film. No, I believe he has stopped making films. He's retired. Yes, he is a tired man. <laughs> so what this is about is a girl who is very British, and she yeah might be the most British girl. And I don't have my phone on me, and I wish I did so I could check out who did her dub voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, Kate Winslet did the old lady, but I don't know who did uh, do, who did her. I think I have it right here, though. Has there been a white protagonist? Ruby Barnhill. Who? What is she in? Um, okay, okay. She's they a only kid. get celebrities for these Ghibli movies. Um, she was Sophie in the Steven Spielberg BFG film. Ew. And that's it. <laughs> Ew, why? Jeez. Steven Spielberg, can we fucking call him out for making shit shows now? <laughs> BFG, how, fuck yourself. How involved is he anymore? Is he just yeah, an exactly. ideas guy? I Like when people say my favorite director is Steven Spielberg, it's like, so what? You like butter on your toast? What are you telling me about yourself? Go fuck yourself. Hot take. Hot take. So wait, has there been a Miyazaki movie or a Ghibli movie about a white person before? Uh. I mean, Porco Rosso is white, but he's also a pig. Are you going to count that? <laughs> white meat, yep. 
Right, the second movie about a white person from Ghibli. I think Ghibli. there's probably other ones, too. There's a lot of movies, I suppose. Yeah. Just the top three or four I'm thinking of. Anyway, it's adapted from something called The Little Broomstick by Mary Stewart. It, it was uh, good. It was okay. <laughs> I thought it was like, yeah. I'm was, going with good. <laughs> like, I watched it, and at the end, I was like, eh, that was a Ghibli movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so this is about a girl who's British, and she just... Moved to the countryside, mm-hmm. the, so she just got a lot more British than she was before. <laughs> um, and she's living with her aunt and her aunt's maid, her stay-in lesbian partner, yes, <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. It is not clear what her income source is, although we will find that is maybe not a big deal for her. Yeah. Uh, she's more powerful than it seems. Um, but she's starting school in a few weeks, and she's just bored out of her mind. That's the setup. Yeah, you know, I've seen a few times in media people try to, like, play kids being bored right before school, and they just want to get school started. And I feel, I say that, that's what being an extrovert is. <laughs> is wanting to go back to school so you can meet yeah. people. I'm doing air quotes. I don't remember a school year that I didn't start completely exhausted because my sleep schedule was so fucked from the summer yeah. that I got like four hours of sleep on Monday. I don't remember a school year where I didn't start like being so fucking miserable because it's like I was just doing whatever I wanted yeah. and now I have to do your bullshit. Oh, we're also, we're skipping past the uh, really exciting cold open. Oh, oh, that's true. Which is a heist. Yes, uh, witch heist. From, you know, and a redheaded witch is stealing these magic things and there's like an explosion on a tower and there's these Flying dolphin creepozoid things. Yeah, it all makes sense later, but uh, pretty exciting opening. Nice opening. Really gets you hyped for what's going to be a slow roll. Yeah. Anyways, her her grandma and lesbian lover of grandma can't hang out with her. Why? They're going to a cool-ass funeral. <laughs> and she's not weird, invited. Weird decision. Yeah, I was like, I feel like as a child... My parents went to a funeral, and I was, like, that young. Like, yeah, you're coming, too. Yeah, you don't know who they are. <laughs> Look nice. Yeah, Give, exactly. give us something to talk to our friends about. Ha, ha, ha. Besides death. What did you even do with your grandma to hang out? I mean, when you had to. Or did you ever get to be um, you were left was, at your grandma's? I was really into art as a child. My grandma does watercolor, so we would talk about that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was fine. I guess I did, like, a puzzle and, like, watched Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I think that's Yeah. It. You know what I did when I went to my grandparents' house? They had a different cable package than nice. us. And so I just watched fucking G4. That's, oh, that is a, that is a sick, like, like extended, extended cable yes. thing that you don't get to have very often. Oh, it G4! Quickly, it quickly gets old because they only have, like, four shows at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like... But it, you're a child, so it's like, this is the greatest show. Video games on TV? Mm-hmm. Olivia Munn? <laughs> Adam Sessler. Oh, this was after the merger. He's a tech yes. TV guy. Mm-hmm. Political. Uh, <laughs> um, they have a dog that just sleeps and doesn't give a shit. She's like, it entertained me, dogs. Dog. And they're just like, I'm going to slit in this basket. End of dog. <laughs> no, dog. <laughs> Love it. My favorite dog in anything ever. Uh, is, that, uh, is that because it's a non-entity? Yeah, it's <laughs> passive. It's decoration. It's nice. <laughs> it sleeps. It's probably warm. Okay, so she meets uh, one of the few characters in this movie who I guess named Peter. Peter yes. Fuckboy pulls up on his uh, bike. Yeah, his dumbass bike with his his hair. I didn't know if I loved it or I hated it. It was oddly styled for a little boy. It didn't have the little boy bowl cut or whatever. No, it like there was an undercut, yeah. but then it was almost it was like ear length. Like the bo- it came to the, his chin in the front, but in the back it was ear length. And then it had this like weird mohawk thing coming out, and I was like, this is I. 
want to see this on me, but maybe I don't. <laughs> I had trouble placing the time period this yes, took place. That, like, it was very Ghibli in that where it's like, it, you know, it's very like how Japan sees Europe. Ah. Where it's like. JoJo season one. Exactly. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, everything's cute and quaint. But then it's like, wait, they have a TV. It's like, when is this? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> and honestly, to be fair to them, I think I think that is how the British countryside is. <laughs> and it's your grandma's TV, too. So, like, it could have been, like, a new TV in 1945, mm-hmm. or it could have been, like, 1991. You yeah. know? It, she would have had the same fucking TV. Exactly. <laughs> so he, like, teases her, and she, like, loses her shit. Oh, her big, um, her mark of shame, the thing that sets her apart, the thing that is her struggle is that she has red hair. Oh, no. It's, it's very bushy, and it stands up, and this is very difficult for her. She has thick red hair. Yes. Something that I think most people that are white would be fine with. Really? Yeah. <laughs> or women, um, maybe. And I the know. reason this is bad is because Japan is so secluded, <laughs> and it is so uh, monolithic. that the What can make you an other? What can make you a uh, weirdo is having weird hair. <laughs> What if your hair was just weird and people treated you differently because of it? And yet anime is based around the principle that everyone has different colored hair and it's totally normal. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he calls her, what the fuck does he call her? Monkey. He calls her something monkey. Red monkey. monkey. Red monkey, which is a strange, yeah. But you know, little boys, like they don't know how to flirt. They're like bullying and flirting are the same. I I didn't think he was flirting or bullying. I thought he was just a dumbass kid who was like, hey, here's a joke. I'm going to make it. I see. He's a prank. He's a jokester. He's like a jokester. He's just like, my thing was like, he's not even being mean. He's just saying things a kid would say. Yeah. And she's like going and fucking saying about it. And I was like, little little girl i know <laughs> everyone has things they feel ashamed about and maybe they're dumb maybe they're little but you have to learn how to be like ha 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 yeah i am stupid and mm. then make jokes about other people and maybe yourself a little bit to take that weight off it's called being a social creature <laughs> social agility exactly he has no filter and she's all internally like feedback looping on herself yeah well but except when she's shouting about just stuff <laughs> her stomp into the forest was not unlike your story earlier today that is true. Without the she unneeded sexualization. She stops forced very angrily. She meets the best character. Are you talking about Dib? Tib? Tib. Fuck Tib. And uh, I thought you must have definitely resonated with this, but Gib. 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 So Tib and Gib, there's a black cat and a gray is cat. Is Gib still inside here? I think he got out. Oh, God. One of my cats' name is Gibbon, but Gibbon is my black brown cat and Mutton is my gray cat. So they had this, the genders and the color swap, but yes. I lo- we were delighted with the idea that there was a cat named Gib. Tib, character-wise, was superior because Tib was annoyed at everything, mm-hmm. but always on the right track Yes. Um, and doing the right thing. And they were so tiny, and their tails were bushy. Very bushy tails. They're nice. like they were short-haired cats, but the the their tails like kind of came out at the end, where yeah. it's like oh, reverse teardrop kind of situation. They were great cats. This was one. I mean, I, the cat returns obviously has the most fun with cats, but these were like very real. These these cats were not exaggerated much, other mm-hmm. than they were like intelligent and knew where to go. But yes. like. Like the like the cat never never forgave you for anything and always judged you for everything you did. It just it felt so real. Real cat love went into this movie. Truly. Especially with that dog staying in the fucking basket the whole time. So anyway, they lead her to the magic seeds. Oh yeah. The 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 flower and she's 
Like, oh, well, they set up earlier that she is so bored that she wants to help around the house, but she messes everything up, and she's oh. no good at everything, anything, and she's just a failure with her dumb red hair <laughs> and her stupid body that's too small to sweep with the adult-sized broom. That broom if, was ridiculous. Size. That broom was insane. I don't believe. I don't believe anyone. That was decoration, <laughs> and she was just. She probably shouldn't have been touching that shit. An old man McGregor, where the fuck his name Zebedee. was? Zebedee. Like he Zeppelin. Lo- he looked like how I felt after my doctor's visit today. <laughs> yeah. Um, old as shit. And I'm going to assume right now that he's an Italian immigrant who's working as a gardener because he can't get work in London. <laughs> or something, I don't know. It's the second, like, endangered servitude situation yeah. here. It's not. It's hard to say. So the cats are owned by the little boy. The little boy lives in town, I guess? Yeah. Or which those are some hardcore outside cats that they can roam a, a, oh, yeah. a hundred acre radius. But you live in the countryside, like get those bitches microchipped. <laughs> That's true. I mean, well, you're you're an indoor cat boy. Yeah, well, I, I grew, think I, I grew up in the outdoor. Cat. I think you. Well, I think the British countryside. You know, cats come and they go, and you just have to trust that there is enough bond there that they're going to come back. Is that why you hunt all the foxes? To save your cats? I can get on board with that. Otherwise, <laughs> yes. it seems like a cruel sport. Oh, yeah, that's true. Get the fucking foxes out there. Also, you know, you're a rich motherfucker. What else are you going to do? <laughs> so, uh, how do they get to... They get the thing, and then or she gets the, the magic flower. She comes home, mm-hmm. and her mom gives her a, a task to oh. deliver jam to fuckboy. Yes. And he's excited, because this guy loves his jam. This it, it, Well, he says... That these raspberries are the best fucking raspberries. And then I was like, this boy is going to be a great British baker. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. He's going to make one fuck of a strudel with these fucking raspberries. <laughs> There's a fight. I don't know. Eventually, the cat leads her to a broom. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, They're, like, a... trying to find Gib. Yeah, Gib Tim... gone missing. Yeah. Yeah, Gib is gone. There was, like, a big storm that erupted after she picked the flower. It's assumed that probably Gib was swept up in the vortex. Yeah. So Tib leads them to a broom that's wrapped in, like, a tree, and it breaks out, and then the broom (laughs) farts around. It bounces around (laughs) like a pogo stick, making a flatulent sound. Uh, and then it can fly. It's it's kind of like the 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 broom from Anesthesia or Fantasia. (laughs) Fantasia. Fantasia. Hello, I'm a fantasiologist. (laughs) I carry water. I multiply. I dance with the hippos. I have no story Uh, otherwise. And if the surgery goes wrong, you can't sue me. <laughs> uh, okay, so she gets on the thing, and it's off Little Witch Academia yeah. style. And somehow there's, like, blue goop gets introduced from the flowers. The flowers yeah. make blue shiny goop. That's magic juice. Yeah, she's got, like, ma- temporary... She's got, like, a, a, a consumable. Like, she yes. can get a buff to her palms. It infuses in the broom, and then the broom flies away, does whatever it wants. So we go to a magical world, a wonderful world full of magic, and it's a college. Oh, it is a little witch academia. It is. Except we don't meet any students. Um, it's the Endor College, which is where the fucking Ewoks are from in Star Wars. Oh, shit, that's right. Those Ewoks could have come in useful. I believe they destroyed that Ewok culture <laughs> to make their white colonialist university. Yep. I mean, it's You're really, racing Ewok culture. It is. It's just another Vietnam metaphor all over again. Yeah, <laughs> just like it was the first time. Uh, she meets a 
odd character who's some sort of beast man. Mr. Flanagan. Oh, I loved him. I feel like he was like a fox dude. Yeah. He was Irish or Scottish. One of them. He could he, have been one of a million I voice think actors. he was the gardener from The Simpsons. <laughs> He's been in a lot of things, actually. Who is this? Ewan Bremer. Yeah, that sounds right. What I want to know, whenever I see a, a voice acted movie with a lot of British actors, I want to know how many of these are in Games of Thrones. <laughs> He's in Snowpiercer. He's in Train Spotting. Uh, oh, Dan, Train Spotting. Okay. A bunch of other little things. I don't know, but he sounds like he sounds like any dwarf in a fantasy video game. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you got to go to school, blah blah blah. There's one rule: if you come here and you're not invited, you get transformed. And yeah. she's like, kind of half saying, "I don't belong here," and half bullshitting her way. And then she just goes because she's easily peer pressured. Yes. But guess what? She doesn't get transformed, and in fact, she's not some. Fucking idiot about magic. Turns out she's a prodigy. She's an incredible magical power. Yeah. So, uh, Mumblechuk, 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 headmaster, yeah. water lady, greets her, shows her around, and yeah, every at every turn she's just like fucking kick ass. Yes. Um, and they they say, well, we know you're amazing. Why? Because you have red hair. Yeah. Which kudos to what is obviously the villain already. Yeah. But it's like her one like body image issue is like like no look in the mirror this is great and she's like oh that's nice yeah and it's like where, where's the other figures in your life telling you that you're beautiful I mean come the fuck out to be fair she doesn't really care that she's beautiful she just says utilitarianly speaking oh the, that the, this is the headmaster yeah. yeah and I was kind of like what is this eugenics motherfucker uh, shit coming on it here? did seem a little bit like you are the chosen race kind of yeah. shit. And I I thought it was weird because it had this angle. I don't know if Mumble Chook was lying to her because we'll find out later. The reason she has all this power is because of the flowers gave her the magic power. Right. Um, but she's also like not a magic user. Yeah. But like the way it's set up, it looks like it's like, oh, yeah, the thing that made her different is what makes her amazing. But it's not really the thing that makes her amazing. Oh, it had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Even if it was her power, it'd just be like, yeah, this is a trait that is associated with your amazingness, but it has nothing to do with, you're not like turning lemons into lemonade. <laughs> That's you true. just like have lemons and happen to have also a million dollars. I was born in a lemonade factory. I'm <laughs> special. Um, they meet the other bad guy, which is a uh, uh, robot. He, he's Doctor Robotnik. Doctor D. Can we can we yes. just acknowledge he the fact that is. he goes around in crazy contraptions and he captures and animals and he turns little, them into creatures? His little uh, um, silver Eggman. guys are the spacemen from Earthbound. <laughs> they were they're ripping off uh, video they're game franchises a lot, and they and had right. this weird thing. They tried to do it. They were like, oh, yeah, you study chemistry, like science. And she's like, wait, what? I thought this was magic. And then the headmistress is like, well, what is chemistry but magic? Yeah. And I was like, well, when you're going this high fantasy, you kind of have to choose a lane. Because <laughs> now we're getting some. That's the thing where you try to like, have fantastic science stuff where it's like, okay, well, when does the stuff we know in reality, when in your world is that shit wrong? Right. Yeah, something has to be wrong for this other shit to be true. It it, it felt very um, alternate alternative medicine pseudoscience-y. Yes. Or they're like, well, that's just complicated enough. It must be magic. Um, yeah. I also hate the opposite when like, oh, this guy can throw a fireball. And they're like, oh, yeah, but 
it's really nanobots coming out of his fingernails that have that little, shit. and it's like completely scientific explained, but no, he's just throwing a fireball and the, 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 the technology angle was just a way to say, well, magic isn't real. It's like, well, fuck that. You know, so. The, is, that, is that a Street Fighter example? No, I think Street Fighter is magic. Uh, yeah, I mean, Street Fighter, it's not necessarily magic. It's just your fighting spirit, I'd assume. Sure. Well, whatever yeah. you want to call that. It's, 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 it's Goku anime power. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing that I love about anime <laughs> is that. I think it's a part of Japanese culture where you look at the um, language, you see this a lot, where things are just understood. Mm. You just, everyone's on the same page, and you don't ask the question, because why would you? We all know the answer. Um, and what that means, narratively, is that sometimes people could just use magic, and that's just how the fuck it is, and don't start trying to tear this apart and die, like decode this, because we're trying to tell a story that's fun. Right. They don't. They don't need. They don't feel the need to set it up with a bunch of horseshit that uh, yes. Western movies will waste your time on. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with anything. But they're like, well, you need to explain they it. Don't care. I don't care about <laughs> how many fields and scans and shit you can do. <laughs> Fucking Godzilla. Make the fireball happen. Um, just some like uh, background on when they're she, they're showing him around. I love the witch bodybuilders. I love them. Oh yeah, because it was like mind, body, spirit, and the body ones were just like fucking just getting their reps in. Yes. Um, she asks like, "Do you guys do on field trips? Do you have PE and stuff?" And she's like, "Yes, we do." And when I saw that, I was like, "That is what Harry Potter was missing." Yeah, that would have been cool. Although this missed all of the fun of Harry Potter in every academia show, which is the actual being in school part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a movie, whatever. But I think it. I think this truth captures a higher truth, which is that school is evil and icky and bad, <laughs> and that your teachers are against you. It also captures the every other Ghibli movie, which is a girl goes on a journey, goes to a scary place, like tries to it's escape, scary, but then but needs then to go further scary. in in order to get out. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed was at the cafeteria... Uh, the chef. Everybody's a human, except for Flanagan. Yeah. And then the chefs were a pig man and a horse man, and they were serving meat. Yeah, and it's like that. Are they just they know? Is the horse serving pig and the pig man serving horse? <laughs> so it's not like that's personal. Or they? do you think that just goes unspoken? Like there's two trays, and they, they just know to grab the other one and just not bring it up because it's just like too much. Oh shit. <laughs> It's like you don't you don't offer your yeah. vegetarian friends like me because you just yeah, like, like yeah. why like, you know it's just respect yeah, you know it's it's damn talk. Okay, they go to the upper level and there's like kids that turn invisible and then she tries to turn invisible, makes a big vortex, it all blows up and they're just like really like impressed by her power, yeah, but it's destructive. Like, she's so fucking good at magic. <laughs> oh, and then and then the nightmare creatures happen, which they go to his um the the guys Doctor Robot and Nixilayer of all what are the little creatures called in Sonic? They got a name for them. The little ones you save at the end of every level. But anyway, the the, the chows, the chaos. Yeah. So basically, he shovels them in there and turns them into these nightmare creatures. And oh all god, up. yeah, they're taking real life animals, trying to transform into magical animals, and the animals are clearly very displeased about that. <laughs> a and monkey, that's... a llama, and a bald eagle. Yes. Were bald eagles even in Europe? I thought they were in North America. Yeah, I mean there are eagles. All over fucking Europe. I don't know if they're sure. bald necessarily. And this was like a straight up like like American flag ball. You know, eagle. they had like some ostriches and stuff later, so maybe he's getting some of this from a zoo. You're right. It, it was. I mean, they're magic. They probably yeah. they get around. I suppose. Uh, she uh, is in the in the in the study and, and she's looking for the the oh, application yeah. form. The school just they started. Go, they go to <laughs> Mumblechook's um, fucking pad. Yeah. And what was your point about school starting? She she takes forever to find the application when it's like day one of school. Yeah, this should be ready to go. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe she's like, well, 
day one of school. Everyone should be enrolled by now. Yeah, the the, the little tray on the desk is empty, and it's like, well, where are the backup ones? Who, yeah. Where's the master copy? You know, where's the triple kit? And at this point, uh, she she notices. You know what? Oh. On that note, one of my favorite things growing up was going to the office at school and having to get like a form or something, and then. Having to spend like 10 minutes standing around as these adults try to find some shit. And I was like, wow, I did not realize up till now that y'all don't know what the fuck you're doing. This is very enlightening. The, to see them work as adults. Yes. And not as teachers with power over you, but rather yeah. human beings in the world that existed just in a few rooms yeah. in your school. I mean, well, I just... In what I feel like when in school people are telling you how you have to always do a good job at stuff because then you're gonna get graded and people will be mad at you and then you go to the office and it's like all right I need this and then they proceed to do a bad job for tw- <laughs> ten minutes it's, and it's, it's like well yeah. you're still getting paid what the fuck it's disillusioning but humanizing yes <laughs> she finds the magic book of the flowers uh, master magic- spells yeah she w- finds the game FAQ of uh, <laughs> magic books. And uh, she goes back to Grandma's house, but at this point, uh, uh, old, old... Oh, wait, wait, she tells... She, I don't know why she did this, but at a certain point when uh, Mumblechook is trying to, like, get her to enroll, she's like, um, I actually don't have powers. It was this flower, and when Mumblechook is clearly, like, upset about that, she's like, oh, oh I mean, I got it from this dude named Peter. Yeah. The, uh, panic. Now, first of all, I wouldn't have blood. I would have just rolled with it and then found out like a week later there was a flower. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but then why would you like, why couldn't you say, oh, I don't fucking know. I was walking through a forest. Hey, like, you could plead ignorance pretty well in her situation. Yeah, it's a fucking flower. Uh, she ends up giving the home address of yeah. fuckboy to, what's it, Mumblechook. Yeah. And then Mumblechook knows something's up with the flower. So she uses the, she turns it into like a evil butterfly. Yes. And sends it after her. This all oh, takes oh. place in, like, 36 hours. Like yeah. She doesn't get any sleep. Mm-mm. Girl. Well, you know, she's young. I could stay up for, like, days when I was a kid. And the, and the, the flower magic probably juices you pretty hard, oh, like, right? Yeah. yeah, you got... That's, like... That's, like, a 15-hour energy. <laughs> um, also, in the middle of this, Peter... Peter goes missing. Uh-oh. I can't do British... Get skipped. Uh, uh, British accent. Time, right... Cherry out there. Peter's right out. Right, right, right out. <laughs> Michael, Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Razor blades. Ra- razor <laughs> blades. Let's do some Australian razor blades. I like that hat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the evil magic lady, she appears. She she tells her, "Hey, I, I got I got your boy." Um, you got to bring the flower back. Yeah, bitch. You because th- oh, before this, uh, Mara's like, I ain't going back to that bitch. Yeah, she wasn't even planning on going to day two of school, not even knowing anything was wrong. Yeah, she's like, well, that was fun. Back to normal school. <laughs> yeah, and like to be honest, it's kind of that's actually pretty believable. Like, yeah. just this crazy shit. It's like I could lean into this, but this seems weird as fuck. Let's just go to school, y'all. How many special anime boys are there out there hoping they're special and then get their chance to be special and that consumes their entire identity? And then here's little anime girl and it's like, wow, you're the best wizard you're ever. And she special. was like, well, I'm tired. Enough of that. Like, well, not real. Uh, um, so she goes back. Uh, she she gets duped. She loses the flower and she gets thrown into the, yeah, the, the creature so, cave. Yeah. 
And then they find Gib, who's become a salamander. Oh my god, he looked like fucking uh, uh, fucking Bulbasaur without the bulb. Yes! It was really poor. It was very sad. It was sad, but I still thought he was cute. He was pretty cute. <laughs> um, They did not tie up uh, Peter at all. Mm-mm. He had total agency in there. Yeah. They do a lot. They try to do a lot of different things with the characters that don't really seem to play out. Yeah. They, they have this moment with Peter where it's like... Mary, you're not the only one who wishes they could change. I wish I could be an adult so I could help my mother. Because I guess she's a single mom. Yeah, and sure. As like, so I guess Peter's thing is he wants to be an adult. I wonder if that will have a full arc. It won't, nah. really. And like whole Mary's whole, like, I'm different, and that makes me feel bad. That doesn't nah. really get gotten into. Honestly, by the end of this, <laughs> I was just like, this is about rejecting science in favor of nature, but not understanding that we need to be using science to protect nature. Okay. Sure, yeah. I mean, yes. I, don't, I didn't even think about it because really, they really didn't. Everything's home a metaphor. Ghibli. It's Gib. It's Gibbon. My favorite thing was they she un, undoes all the animal spells yes. by casting Dispel, which in every video game ever, Dispel exists. Yeah. It is usually the most boring lowest fanfare spell you have mm-hmm. it just undoes a thing sometimes yeah. there's a little blue swooshy something i don't know there's a magic card of it there's an shell card like it's everywhere but it's like the boringest of spells in this this spell is this crazy tornado vortex that fucks everything up it undoes the magic i know and then all the animals get to be animals again and they are pissed and oh, on board on they are not happy with anything it was the it was a fun rampage gib comes back yes. and Gib get back together um, the, the, there's a monkey that's like leading like the the pack. Yes, this monkey will be a fun recurring character. <laughs> there was a cute moment where uh, fuckboy tries to call her a monkey again in jest and turns and it's the actual monkey and it's like, <laughs> well, womp. Ha, you thought. They set up some decent, I guess, jokes. Uh, and then uh, they're trying to escape. They're like running up the spire. Oh, yeah. Like the whole, like all the animals know where to go and that's cool. And they keep showing like a turtle in there. And the turtle's much slower than everyone else, but as they keep cutting to further up the spire, the turtle's still right in the mix. <laughs> but again, falling further and behind, but then right back to, you know, it's like yeah. every time you go into the new scene, like it resets all the characters. Yeah. But it was like, what? Well, someone got to be helping that turtle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, ho- I hope someone is helping the turtle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the evil guy's familiar with a turtle, so maybe yes. it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's that pictographic about what is equality and you're trying to see the baseball game of the San Jose Giants but there's the fence and you're like how are we all going to see above this fence and then you're like make it a chain link fence bitch and you're like you got it and I think that's supposed to be socialism I see yeah so if you if you are familiar with the website Facebook you've probably seen this okay I mean it's I have a no idea what you're talking about uh, Amy will know what I'm talking about. You need okay. a it, it's it's a nice illustration. There's like inequality is so you have your fence that you can't see through. One person has, is really tall. The other person is medium sized. They can like tall person can see over a okay medium sized they can see it. Then there's a short person they cannot see it. Then you have here's equity and the the medium sized person and. The short person have enough boxes so that they can see it. And then they say, here's, I want to say equality or something. Here's like the better thing, which is it's a chain link fence. So now the issue is gone. Ah, it's social justice. That builds on. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like people start the race at different places depending yeah. on their privilege or whatever. But this is saying flip the flip the script. Yeah. The problem is we shouldn't be in a race. Mm-mm. Tear down this chain link fence. The old witch just captures the boy. And yeah. we're right back where we started. 
But this I time, mean, to be fair, I like was there. I was like, hmm, are we in the last act? That doesn't feel right. No. And I think the writers <laughs> got there to just like, uh, I don't know. Peter gets fucked up. Yeah. It did, it did seem like a weird, like, we did it, everyone. But yeah. So it's just kind of like two chase sequences in this whole movie. It almost feels like there's three for no reason. Like, every time they need a bump, they just add a chase sequence. <laughs> which is actually, I think, why people use chase sequences for. Ah, makes sense. Because like, if you if you were just going what you need of the plot, you'd be like, cut to getting away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did have fun with the animals, but it did yeah. feel like there's not a whole lot to this movie. <laughs> it's there kinda really light. is not. Uh, the broom goes back to a different place this time. It goes back to a house oh. on a ledge. Yes. Still in Magic World. Mm-hmm. It was it was a nice, nice little house on a beach that was house sized, and that's like where I've always dreamed of living as a child. It's like a house that's secluded from everyone, but still has Wi Fi <laughs> and a fridge that is full of food and little little wispy fire things that talk to you. Yes, they were very nice. Uh, she can talk to Grandma through the mirror. It's Grandma's house, and it's the history of the flower, and we kind of get the background on the whole thing. And then uh, she needs to go back, and she's only got one little flowery deal left, and she's like, I'm going to save Peter, because I made a promise. I guess there was a promise in there. I guess it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, they said, we promised we're going to go back home together. And then when Peter is getting grabbed by uh, the, the mumble, hands, mumble yeah. bumble, he was like, uh, bye, <laughs> go for it. Don't even worry about it. He should have at least thrown Gib at her so the cats could be together. Like, yeah. why did he get this? Why? We didn't lose. We lost. We were down one cat and one boy. Yeah. And then she grabs boy. And it's like, why you got a cat? Here's the un... It's going to be a fucking toad again. Here's the thing about child movies and movies in general. You can't harm animals. And that's how we have, like... We, we treat animals better than we treat some people. Yep. And that's fucked up. Like, we kind of just assume that a human's life is going to be suffering. <laughs> so if one human suffers more than me, like, that's just how shit turns out. Right. But, like, well, animals, should they should be happy. It's like, uh Actually, I think animals are more used to, like, shit being tough. That's like their normal lives. Yeah. yeah. Every video game is about shooting people. Yeah. You make a video game about shooting animals, like, you'd be... Like, I mean, Cabela. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Can you shoot your hunting partners in Cabela? I would love to see what would happen. Yeah. I hope it's like they dodge out of the way and they're like, look, where you shooting, I partner? Hope there's a, 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 <laughs> no, I hope there's a secret mode of Cabela where you turn around and you shoot your hunting partner <laughs> and then you have to hide their body and then you have to go back home and you have to explain what happened to them. No, and then no. the small town cop shows up to your place and starts asking questions and then you have to kill them and they have to hide that body too. And I hope between every one of these sequences you have to have a very long, quiet uncomfortable dinner with your family yeah where you pretend that nothing happened <laughs> yes god oh my god I, it's probably on steam already but i would love uncomfortable dinner simulator <laughs> i'm sure octodad has a mode but <laughs> yeah um also something i thought of part of my job at a museum that i'm legally not necessarily supposed to say the name of is helping people do vr stuff on Oculus, which can be very hard. Oh, yeah? Especially if it's an older person with maybe arthritis. <laughs> um, and what I would like to do is create VR explanination VR, <laughs> where you get to play as someone who's trying to explain VR That's to amazing. someone else. You and Lizzie Nolan both have to deal with that. <gasps> oh. oh, that's great. Uh, I don't know what happened. She goes back. The, she breaks the broomstick. Yeah. She cries on it. It helps, I guess. That didn't really oh, oh, wait. They off. find out she... she her grandma at the island house gives her the backstory. So Grammy, 
used to be a student at the oh, yeah. the university of the the state university and or state university. <laughs> <gasps> and at that time, Miss Mumblechook and Dr. D were beloved by everyone. And they were like super chill and nice. But then grandma, she found the 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 fly by night flower, which mm-hmm. we haven't mentioned is the flower that's been giving him one like super juice powers. Blueberry jam. Blueberry jam power. <laughs> oh God! Do you think Peter was just like looking at that magic juice, like God, <laughs> fuck? I want to make a petty for with that. Well, I guess he won't make a petty. You could, you could have used it as a filling. Uh, maybe that's why she chucked his name out there so fast. Was like <laughs> jam for the jam, jam boy. Like he's got to be all over it's this. Fucking, it's this fucking jelly kid. <laughs> um, anyways, so this power can give people super incredible magical powers, and ever since then. They changed. And that's when I was like, this is about money corrupting. This is about the, the, the wealth, the excess that modern technology has allowed us and how it has changed us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oil. It's oil. <laughs> Except something that's more, I want to say nuclear energy because that's more Japan and it's been more destructive. Sure. I mean, I guess Japan uses oil, but I feel like they have a longer social narrative with nuclear energy. Right, yeah. Oil could be a, a stand-in for the industrial evolution, though. Yeah, when we turn into yeah, you know, I think we get the the ideas it's supposed to encapsulate, right? Uh, um, and then they try to use it to make the kids super good at magic, so fucking good at yeah, magic. Yeah, so they've been fucking up animals, and they're like, but if we take a person, they'll be like a fucking yeah. Goku Super Saiyan. And it was a little bit interesting. I was trying to think, like, is that are they trying to say something about the educational system? Or is it just about, like, we're, we're ruining society? I mean, every time they showed the kid in the tank, I was like, "Isn't it, it's been 20 years, but I think this was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this was Final Fantasy VII. I think this was Akira. I think this was a few things. Bow, bow. Yeah, there's a lot of human experimentation narratives in anime, I guess. Yeah, But check it out. Okay, so what happens when they put... Peter into the tank and they give him the magic juice. Uh, he becomes a jelly from God. I can't remember the name of the video game series. Oh, uh, a dragon, dragon Dra- quest, dragon quest. Yeah, because yeah. a dragon quest jelly. He's got a dumbass little smiley face on it. Like, ah, but, but, but right before that, or maybe it was in the back, the back. Um, yeah. Well, the, I don't know if we explained. They're trying to turn Peter into like a super magic dude. Yeah, they had, had access to all magic. It doesn't work. He becomes a jelly. Yeah. Um, but and it might have been in the flashback, or it might have been just for a moment before Jelly Time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a beautiful, full-grown man with like angel, multicolored angel wings. Yes, but then would become a butterfly. It looked like right. We never got to see the butterfly, and yeah. I was a little disappointed, like a lot. But he definitely got hotter for like two seconds. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he turned twenty. Is what happened. Oh, okay, he's eligible for Bake Off. How? Oh, they had a 16-year-old on. What? I think bake Peter, give him four years, he can be fucking baking the shit. He's got the drive. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. Let me see a crocomboche. So, yeah, it goes off the rails. Oh, our Gib is back. Uh, hey, Gib, we talking about you. Kitty. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, so, shit's getting fucked up, and uh, she... She, I don't know. There's like a fight sequence, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, what the she she has him cast the spell. Yeah, was the, yeah. the trick. I mean, it's kind of just like, oh, so plot device. He's still a little bit human, so he can do it. It's like, oh, okay. None of this felt really that earned. No, it was no like one... accurate ending where it's like the big blob monster, but there's still like a person in there. Yeah, and they can kind of reach out if they swim hard but enough. With 
Akira, he couldn't. He got exploded. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it didn't work out for him. Yeah, yeah. That's why Akira's great, because it's like, yeah, that if someone was getting fucked up, they would be fucked up. It's an irreversible situation. Um, then they cast Dispel again. So Dispel is like the hero spell of this whole thing. Not a fireball, not a laser. It's fucking Dispel. We did it. I, yeah. love, I, I did like that that aspect of it. Um, and then it's just kind of, they just go home? Yeah, they just go home. I... They they talk like oh oh Flanagan shows up with the broom and that's how they're able to get back home. Yeah, he's has no idea what's going on. Yeah, I think Flanagan represents the uh, uh, Japanese craftsman ah. who instead of trying to use technology to advance and mass produce, uh, uh, simply loves the art of creating something. <laughs> it's Jiro dreams of brooms. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a simple guy. Yeah. And then they're just, they're just home. They, chill, they go to school. I don't know. Yeah, they, they go to school. It's in plebeian, heavily implied that Mumblechook and Dr. D get attacked and mauled by animals. Yeah, the animals are vengeful. And I'm kind of there like, well, what about all the rest of the students? Where are they? There are hundreds of them. And I guess now they have to go to these other colleges that they talked about. They got to go to other countries. Oh, my and God. Their magic degrees are worthless. Yeah. Oh, my God. None of their credits are transferable. Oh, fuck. They're like, that's not chemistry. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you even talking about? Don't get these flowers out of my Bunsen burner. <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, it was okay. It was fine. It's a cute Ghibli movie. It's cute. Yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. The, the, I'd the cats show are it done to well. a child and feel confident they'd have a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. And Actually, if you're a cat person... Get on I don't know. I feel I like to imagine all the kids would be enchanted by Ghibli, but I feel like there's definitely at least half of American children like this is dumb, boring as shit. It's they're too cool for school. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be and like, board. give me an emoji movie, baby. <laughs> oh my god, did you see that? No. Okay. My friend tried to make me watch it because he tries to make me watch bad things, and I was like, I'm putting my foot down. Um. Anyways, that was Mary and the Witch's Flower. I w- I was. I did think it'd be a like little witch academia, but less interesting. But so I'm glad it had a plot turn. Yeah, little witch is funner just because it's like so overtly video game. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wish it had one angle it leaned into more. I wish it was either more like leaning into animal experimentation, it's bad, or this girl's gonna learn how to accept her faults in life. Yeah, it was very light on all like the lessons yeah. or like what it was really about. It's kind of like some weird shit that happened to some kids, and they'll be fine. <laughs> even like the like the never ending story was about like a lot more, even though it yeah. was like a journey and back, right? Anyways, Cody, I think it's time for a certain corner. We got to get into it. It's fan corner, fan fan corner, fan corner, fan fan corner, fan corner, fan fan corner, fan corner. Hey, Fanny! I you thought I'd forget about you, Fanny. Anyways, it's time for your corner. Okay, the today's most listening to city is. It's Bay Area by a mile. Um, Surrey, Canada. Surrey. Where's Surrey? That sounds familiar. Um, how is Surrey Cruise doing? I wonder. I don't <laughs> think she's a part of Scientology, and I think that's great for oh her. Oh my God! How did they break out? I. That's what Kate Holmes' whole divorce shit was about. Oh. I believe they're divorced now. That makes sense. Yeah. Did uh, you see the new Mission Impossible? Apparently it's pretty kick-ass. I saw the trailers for it, and multiple times I was like, this looks like an amazing movie. And then I found out, then it said Mission Impossible, and I was like, oh, I bet it's less amazing than I thought it was going to be, but okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's probably not Fury Road, but it's probably better than yeah. any other action movie. I don't know if I... 
Tom Cruise as an actor kind of feels like a Steven Spielberg as a director where yeah. you know honestly he's done great things but he was such so ubiquitous to me as a child where I I look at that and I'm like that's vanilla that's just <laughs> gen- generic movie flavored yeah. acting it's a really high floor yeah. it's not going to be garbage it's not going to be garbage but it won't stand out to you if you've seen it and grown yeah. up with it you know I, um, I really want to go back and see Minority Report again because I remember being amazing and I'm mm, not sure if it holds up anymore I don't know I don't think I've ever seen it never seen Minority Report Oh, think, of, think of the memes. The, what are, memes are from Minority? Well, I just mean like the, the. I feel like it's it's lore, the precogs and shit, where oh. in the in the automated cars, and I just feel like a lot of a lot of elements of that movie lived on for just being a one off movie. Mm. It wasn't a franchise, and yet I it, mean that's how um fucking Blade Runner was for a long time. That's true. Oh, uh, we are gonna get like Minority Report to the majority. Decision, oh! you know? <laughs> silent majority report plurality report there's so many precogs they split the vote the green party precog <laughs> thought everyone was a murderer because we all eat beef uh okay series outside of vancouver we have talked about vancouver Ooh, a little bit vancouver uh, pretty cool lived there a couple years one of my uh, buddies I met on Twitch uh, lives in Victoria, right across the way. I think way. there's a place, I want to say it's in Vancouver, called the Cosmic Zoo, where there's a Canadian sketch or improv group called the Sunday Service. They do shows on Sunday. I love them. They're really great. Oh. Um. Yeah. Also, I'm going to take this moment of Canadianness to plug my, one of my favorite podcasts, Stop Podcasting Yourself. <laughs> it's one of the original ones, which, one of the original, like, podcast that started which means it does not have a format particularly ah those are the golden days <laughs> fun for fun's sake well the days of podcasting where you didn't need to review an episode of star trek a week <laughs> which is i think what you have to do now why we are failing at least yeah, yeah. We also had a, uh, someone come to our improv show from the Vancouver Improv Scene. Oh, do you think? So if you're uh, if you're on Commercial Street near a coffee shop, look for weekday improv, because I think that's where yes! they were. Yes! I wonder if they're related to the Sunday service. <laughs> also, check out Theater Sports. That's downtown. It's pretty fun. I've, I've actually been there once. Do you think weekday improv and Sunday service are related because of their weekday-themed names? <laughs> that's, well, that was my thinking. That makes sense. You gotta have, you gotta have a show day. Yeah, gotta have a show day. <laughs> get that i wonder if it is from our friends from the the show i click enough links <laughs> anyways thank you for listening whoever you are for whatever reason i'm sure it is well intended that you are pure of heart and that you deserve to be the most powerful witch who's ever lived oh yes not a little witch not no. Nicodemia. and blueberry jam for everyone big witch on campus a big witch on campus um good bake surrey thank you for your listening thank you uh so that's the end of the podcast we really ripped through that wow we haven't done this in a while we're coming we're gonna land on a clean hour it's oh shit like how second how many seconds away well we're gonna edit it so i don't actually know fuck i wanted to count down to the hour (laughs) ten nine eight you got it you got to put this in at the right time okay seven six Five, four, three, two, one. Anime and friendship hour. <laughs> We've gone from being anime and friendship period of time to <laughs> anime and friendship hour. Thank you for the journey that you've joined us on. Uh, I want to thank Hao Miyazaki uh, for not making movies anymore. I hope you're enjoying 
fucking woodcraft or whatever the fuck you're doing. I don't know. Wood burning, maybe? Ooh, I bet he would love that. I bet he's great at it. Maybe he's making jam, and that was the inspiration for Peter was a young Miyazaki. I don't think how Miyazaki's ever touched an art form, a creative outlet, that he's not just, like, fucking destroyed. <laughs> you know, he's one of those people. It like, just you closes can do, the field. You can do anything with anything! <laughs> oh, God. I hope he's published, like, white papers and economic journals about, like, just making good shit. <laughs> oh, God. I hope that's what's coming for him next. And what I love about him is he's not, like, a public figure, I feel like. Like, he doesn't go on interview I have no shows. idea what he even fucking looks like. Uh, he has, like, some hair that, it, it's kind of layered, and he has glasses and a, like, goatee type Is thing. he, like, the big face on Spirited Away? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that guy, yes, that's exactly that's, that's what like. He has a, a tattoo of that on his face. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have been Courtney Oh, Mac- hey, real quick, oh, though. Oh, fuck! Plug in our other things. If you want to see uh, anime stand-up, check out our YouTube video. Yes! com. We do 10 minutes each anime stand-up. If you found better anime stand-up, I want to fucking hear it, because this is pretty good, and I've never seen better anime stand-up. Yeah. It's great. Um, also, if, you wanna, if you're in the Bay Area you want to see stand-up, I don't know, go to Caravan Lounge. <laughs> I'll be there. Woodhams, I'll be there. We don't get booked on shows a lot, so your best bet is an open mic. Yeah, check us out on Facebook. We're around. AIT American Improv Theater, not American Immersion Theater. No, fuck which those is guys. now apparently in fucking SF. Which I was a little bit like, eh, look, <laughs> were we dummy dumbs for taking a very generic name for our theater? Yes, absolutely. At the same time, we're not a non-entity in the Bay Area. We're kind of the only thing in San Jose that's not comedy sports. Yeah, and it's like, I know you're not improv, but you could do a search. <laughs> Anyways, that maybe is cut-outable. I, it don't matter. Uh, love you lots. I've been Courtney Magleby. I've been Cody Robson. Uh, cheerio! Oh, yes, Good day yes. to you, Jojo! Jum, jum. Jum, 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 jum. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, broom noise. He walks. <laughs>